guys hello and welcome back i'm jojo fraser it's time for a mojo injection episode 92 whoop whoop 92 it's so good to have you here and i'm sending you so much love and good vibes and just hoping that you're really um that you're well and that you are well if you're well enough to click on the podcast you know that's a really good sign um you're taking a bit of time out and that you're enjoying the slower slower pace of life um not rushing about to get from here to there and if you are i'm sending you a lot of strength and good vibes too and just to encourage you to enjoy the days where you do get to slow down whatever that may be some days as we say in the podcast this week that doing nothing is enough you know um if you want to have a day where you stay in your pajamas and you don't leave the house that's cool you know, don't beat yourself up for that. Sometimes that is just enough to get you through the day. But whatever you're doing, just be kind to yourself. You know, I've started running again and it's something I found hard being on medication because I wasn't well at the start of the year. And um, a lot of you will probably know that. Um, but if you're new, yeah, I, I've i been on quite strong medication and, and getting it down slowly. Um, but some days I feel quite sedated and lacking my usual kind of fire and energy but I guess I just have to do what the doctors say and listen to them and um, put my health first you know so that that never ever ever happens again and um, and just to go easy on myself and if I you know going running is great but you know you have great runs and you have runs that are harder and you just it's like life you know you have good days bad days and that's all gravy baby so thank you so much for being here i've got a fantastic guest now you may have listened to podcast back in 2018 when i had this powerhouse on jill ritchie um she's an intuitive and healing coach you may have seen her all over instagram she's been doing all sorts she's been working with celebs she's been um working with so many people to boost that mojo we're all about the mojo here um she also did an energy course we speak about that um we both did um, with jeffrey allen um jill's a writer a speaker just an all-round great gal and uh, we said that we wanted to have a talk show one day uh, i think that'd be really good um in scotland you know we need to get more kind of well-being stuff on the radar um but no it was amazing to have jill back on just a really nice energy a really lovely episode to boost up your mojo so guys just get comfy and be all in um judge less live more um and stay happy and healthy all my love Okay, gorgeous. How are you? <laughs> I'm amazing today. You know, watching wasn't so amazing a couple of days ago, but I feel amazing today. <laughs> you look at and, and what can I say, Jill Ritchie? When you were on my podcast 2018, I was just saying when you interviewed me, like there was such a buzz about our episode. And do you remember what we said? We need to go on loose women. Yeah. yeah. Still Whenever, feeling it. Still on the board. Well, I was chatting with Kate Adams yesterday. <laughs> chatting away with her on Radio uh, Scotland. She's lovely. Um, but uh, I was thinking, like, Scotland really needs to catch up. And I know we're doing a lot, but we still have this reputation of being like dinosaurs. 
especially mm. Edinburgh compared to Glasgow. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like the stuff we're doing is kind of like, like they're doing it in America. They're, do you know what I mean? People, yeah. do, do you still get that? People saying to you, because you're obviously really open-minded. You're helping loads of people. You've been in the corporate world. You're now in this kind of spiritual and mental health and energy world. Mm-hmm. Um, which is very much where I'm at too. Like, what's your thoughts? Are people getting more open-minded in we Scotland? I know we have followers and contacts and friends around the globe, but how do you feel? Yeah, I do think we're still behind a little bit. Um, it's funny that you say that because I was chatting to Lynette this morning. So Lynette and I do a lot of work together and we were, we were saying, actually, in America, you know, you're really encouraged to go big, go big, go big, go big, right? When I was actually in San Diego uh, in September last year uh, at a Rich Lipman conference, and I took my wee self off to San Francisco on my own. I was nervous, but so I was embraced, and everyone was encouraging me just to go bigger, go bigger, you know, and I think that Sometimes when we come back home, we just go into the kind of safe zone, you know, and it's like, I I don't know about you, but I've definitely felt, and I said to even Lynette this morning, I feel like there's so much more, like, I feel like I've barely snatched the surface of what I'm capable of and how many people that I can serve and people that I can help and people that I can lift. And I feel like I don't want to be contained. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I am encouraged, you know, I've got great friends and family, but I still feel like, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm still contained. I'm just like, you know, I want, a, I want to do so much more and reach so much more people and help so much more people. Um, I think people are starting to embrace a bit more meditation. I think especially now that the, the whole world is affected by COVID that people are starting to now see actually what is this I might when I first started this journey just over two years ago no one not a single person in my network meditated or did what I do and there is a lot more people doing it but for me I still feel that the world needs you know or Scotland and you know I think there's so much more that we can do I think a lot of the time we you know we're quick to look for a solution or you know to maybe if it's go to the doctor or and and again western medicine is a huge huge you know incredible you know medicines out there that that people absolutely need but I think sometimes when I speak to people you know and even young people they'll say to me you know I'm on antidepressants or I'm on this medication um and I'm and actually and we were talking earlier Jojo when I can sit with someone for 30 minutes and get to the root of it. And a lot of the time with medication, you're, you're sprinkling unicorn glitter over shit. You're putting a plaster over it. If we don't get to the root, and it's been from way back that actually we're just going to keep masking it by taking medicine. Again, you know, Western medicine, there is a need for it. But a lot of the time, I think, um, as a culture, we just go to the doctor. I'll go to the doctor. I'll see what I can do. I'll, you know, I'll go to the doctor. And a lot of the time we can heal from the inside when we identify mm-hmm. what the root cause is. And I don't believe that medication will help us 
often identify what the root cause of some of the problems in inverted commas that people you know whether that's you know stress at work or you know relationships and so on you know I hope that makes sense and it, it I, does and I, I feel as well that you know people would always say to me you're busy you're busy you're busy but when I started to get still I'd be like why am I busy what am I trying to distract myself from mm. or who am I trying to prove like who's yeah. said something to me that's triggered me that's made me feel I need to work 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 to prove myself or do you know what I mean there's always mm -hmm. different layers to it as well and I think a lot of it comes down to our personal relationships or perhaps people in our family that are challenging or friends or do you know what I mean um mm -hmm. I think it's very easy just to use that whole oh bird out busy work 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 and it's like yeah but what are we trying to hide from why um mm. absolutely and it's the big stuff, it's the big questions, like, you know, what's going on that we can't see, or what what power, how much power do words have, and mm -hmm. it, it's crazy, like, mental health is absolutely everywhere, it's all around us, some mm -hmm. of it we can't see, like, you've really gone on this whole route to the, the kind of energy, how did you get into the energy side of things? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so... When I first started, I, I think I've always been connected to it. But I, I thought everyone was like me. You know, when you think about a bit of a sixth sense, I could tell before someone even spoke what was they were going to say a lot of the time and what they were feeling. But again, I kind of just thought everyone was like that, and it wasn't until um, I started. I did my, my my qualification in coaching, and then I I just I got a coach, and I remember she. I remember just being really drawn to her, but not knowing why. Mm -hmm. um, and within the first five minutes, you know, she's very spiritual. She's incredible. And she, she said to me, like, you are completely connected to energy healing. And, and it was like she was just speaking to my soul, which sounds really cheesy, I know. But that's mm -hmm. what it felt like. It was like, I, know, I woke up, it was like, oh my God, yeah. Oh, how do you know this you know and she just knew and, and it's like when I speak to people now I know very early on who's got it you know who, and I think everyone's got it but who can actually get there really really quickly you know uh connecting to energy and I I went through that energetic journey myself and I think with going through that it allowed me to then help clients go on a deeper level and I have clients that come to me because I'm stressed out at work or you know I want to climb, climb the career ladder I'm struggling with relationships struggling with you know friendships and you know I feel like I've, I've got stickability I start something and I can't you know I, I just don't stick to it and I don't really like myself and all of this stuff right so they'll come to me for this 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 thing but everything's energy and everything comes down to like you said the stories, the childhood, the trauma. Now, it doesn't need to be a real horrific trauma. It can be something that a teacher said to you when you were seven years old, or, you know, you were compared against your sister brother and you took on that role and you took on that story or you felt like you had to defend yourself, you know, in a man's world, culture and corporate, you know. And again, I definitely felt, people's energy within with very very quickly so I thought you know what that's the kind of coach I'm going to be and 
you know, it's maybe not for everyone, but I believe everything is energy. Um, and actually, I've worked with people, Jojo, who have been on medication, like the highest dose of antidepressants for 21 years of their life. And they've come to work with me. And within eight to 12 weeks, they're off all their medication completely. And that's why I believe that a lot of the time we're masking our wholeness. And I think, see, when we actually, I talk a lot about shadow work and I I mean, what is this shadow work you talk about? And all it is, is embracing your wholeness, the dark sides of yourself that you think are bad or you think that you shouldn't think, you know, I shouldn't think this way, I shouldn't be this way, this is a negative thing. And actually, it's part of who we are in its entirety. And actually, when we are pushing that away and blocking that out, we are resisting it. What we resist persists and if we are resisting our wholeness in its entirety whether that's the judgy side of us whether that's the gobby side the fun side all the sides right because we've all got all these sides right but if we don't embrace them all it manifests in other aspects whether that's relationships with friends with partners you know maintaining relationship it's a lot of struggle to stay in relationships with people and I believe it's because there's so much shadow work that we need to do. And again, it's the same with manifesting. And again, I was, I was chatting to Lynette this morning about manifesting. And she said, like, you, you know, you've, you've manifested things so quickly in your life that I believe that's because I've done so much shadow work where I was scared to actually shine light on the shadow because I thought I won't be accepted for that part of me. I don't really like that side of me, but I was very gentle with that side of me and I started sending it love and you know what actually there's good parts to this because it protects me this part of me you know means that I won't ever get walked over or you know there's benefits of having these shadows and if we embrace the shadows they stop showing up as an absolute like hitting us like a truck and then fucking us up do you know what I mean because boom it hits us like a truck if we don't embrace it, if we don't send it love every other day, just send all the bits love and light every single day. And then hopefully we have a balance. We don't have the big moments where we have that, oh my God, you know, meltdown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's yeah. Crazy. like, it all builds, it all builds. And I totally get what you're saying. And you know, I was doing an awful lot of meditation in 2019 and right up to Christmas, heavy meditation. And whoa, like I remember just like one day being deep in meditation and the next day, literally what I was thinking about happened. Um, Andrew mm-hmm. Johnson had shared actually as well on, on the podcast that we um, recorded in January. He was like, I was thinking I wanted to be on your podcast. And then literally I put my phone down and boom, I got a text from you that moment. Mm. And we'd been speaking that week and you were actually saying to me, Jojo, I can feel your energy. It's really, really strong at the moment. Do you remember that? Yeah, I totally remember it. And I did. You were like, you're totally buzzing right now. And Mm -hmm. you were, and you were saying it reminded you of how you'd felt. Was it last year? You had a time where you were just absolutely buzzing from all this. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's like a drug only it's free and and it's like part of you but again you know you talked about um 
Andrew. And actually, again, Andrew's someone that helped me because I started doing my own meditation, guided meditations and classes. And him and Lynette were, were both actually great sort of supports and mentors. I mean, he's the bloody godfather, Andrew, of meditation, right? Yes. So, you know, again, I think what, when, again, you know, when you open up to this world, right, where it's abundant, and you believe actually, do you know what? Manifestation is possible. Like I put my vision board together, Jojo, I put on a pod. So when I had a board over two years ago, I put on podcasts and I remember going, oh, that's the dream. Imagine being on a podcast. Like I had, I, people t- talk to me now, right? I had zero belief in myself when I started this journey. As a kid, I had bags of confidence, bags of belief, because you're not conditioned then, right? Yeah. You start getting old and it's like, you can't do that. You're not good enough. No, you know, this person's better than you. So you take on that role and it's kick after kick after kick, right? So then you start to play that role and that part of, I'm just average, you know, I'll just accept that. And that's okay. And I should be happy with that. But actually, abundance is all around us. It's infinite. And if we actually work on the shadow, you know, heal, tune into ourselves and we use our vibrations, we can manifest like F-U-C-K and quickly, like so fast. And I put on that podcast and I remember you, you know, I got on your podcast and then that led me to go on other podcasts. And I remember putting on Paris and I didn't know why I put on Paris. I didn't even really fancy Paris, but my intuition was like, you know, stick on the Eiffel Tower. And it got to September that year and we'd done so much and everything on that vision board was coming true and I was like oh my god amazing and then I remember looking that morning at the Eiffel Tower saying right it won't happen we're coming at the end of September we've done a lot you know whatever but anyway I literally came up the stairs and had a missed call from Daryl phoned him back and he went he's at work he goes you're not going to believe this I've just won an all expenses paid trip for two to Paris <laughs> no joke. Like I was like, and I, you know, I felt so excited. I was, and you just you're riding that wave. And I think again, we have that fear of it's going to come crashing down. You know, it's going to come crashing down. And you know, sometimes it does, but actually, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes, you know, we can rise higher. And we we were talking at the beginning of this. It's about placing limits. So again sometimes we're around people that are like, well, haven't you got enough? You know, you, who are you to have that? You know, I, I remember thinking like last year in the summer, I wanted to work with some celebrities. I thought I really want to work and help celebrities because they have a huge pressure. So people might judge, but actually have a huge pressure, but they also have a huge platform of people who they influence. Mm-hmm. Right? So they influence these people and people watch what they do and think to themselves I'm not good enough because I don't look like her or him you know they've got all this stuff and I don't and then they go comparison shopping they feel shit about themselves but they idolize this person but actually this person behind the Instagram highlight reel is really suffering themselves and it's actually really difficult for them to come on and always be perfect so I had this vision when I was in Italy that I wanted to help celebrities and I really started tuning into that and dialing into that and within a week three celebrities connected with me 
it's funny, isn't it? To do work with them. It's bonkers. Now, and that's why I'm like, guys, this works. When you allow it to, you allow yourself to open up, to embrace your wholeness, to embrace your wholeness in its entirety and be you unapologetically and heal from any trauma, you will manifest things into your life. And even the things that you don't, or there's things that don't go according to plan, like I'm, it's almost like I'm painting this picture here of a perfect life. It's not always perfect. You know, that's one side of it, but there's, you know, I'm experiencing other things. You know, my, my mum's really ill again. She started chemo again. You know, there's, there's shit going on too, but what it has done is by doing the inner work, it's allowed me to be able to cope more than I would have a few years ago. Like three years ago, I used to steal my mum's sleeping tablets and take them. You know, I used to steal her um, medication and self-medicate because I was ashamed to go to the doctors and ask for something myself because I felt it would have made me be weak. Mm-hmm. Now, because of all of the inner work I've done, I'm a challenge, yes. Do I cry? Yes. But mm-hmm. crying is the most natural frigging emotion. We were born crying, and that's what I say to people. If you feel like crying, cry. You were born crying. You know, embrace it. Yeah. I said that to a nurse in hospital because, like, I remember I hadn't cried in over a week. And obviously I was there against my will, but I knew they wanted to medicate me and make sure I would slow down. And um, I remember once they, they were going to give me my phone back permanently, but then they said, oh, we, did, we thought your post on LinkedIn was a bit too honest. And I was like, but that's who I am. Like, I shared the fact that the doctor wanted me to go off with stress for a bit because there was stuff going on. They were like, yeah, but would you really normally share that? And I'm like, well, yes, I would. And then I started crying because I was so frustrated because they weren't giving me my phone because of this LinkedIn post. And I was like, you don't know me. I was so mm. angry and I cried. And the nurse said, the fact that you're crying shows makes us think you're not better. And I was like, no, the fact that I'm crying means I'm a human being. Like, this mm. is ridiculous. Like, now you're telling me I need to stay in another week because I'm crying. Um, I was furious. I was like, I've got kids at home. Like, you know, it, it's hard. People can, um, it's tricky. You know, it's like that balance. Yeah. We, we, we don't want to numb our emotions. And, no. you know, and I said, fair enough, if I was crying all day, every day, you know, maybe you would be like, right, okay, she's maybe depressed or something. But, it was like, no, it felt good to cry. I allowed myself. Okay. I was upset and I was angry. So I allowed myself. My mind was like, but I can play the game and not cry. Or I can actually, I'm really upset at this. So I'm going to have a cry and release, mm-hmm. release it. Mm-hmm. And I, so then yeah, I was angry. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a release and you needed to. And I think that's the difficulty because you know, we live in a culture, unfortunately, where it's a badge of honor if you don't cry. Oh, you're so strong. Look what you cope with. And oh my, you're so professional. You know, you're, you're still showing up to work. You're still doing all this stuff. And someone's just died in your family, but you're still here. Fucking badge of honor. Boom. Holy shit. Right. I used to do that Mm. for years. And I honestly, was I remember sitting journaling when I left that world and having anxiety and awakening up at three in the morning with my heart racing and feeling like I was going to have a panic attack and I remember writing down 
how do I rate my life on a scale of one to 10? Now I had, I was in Tenerife with my beautiful boys, my partner, I just left corporate, you know, and I rated it three out of 10. And I look at that now thinking, holy shit, holy shit. And I think, well, actually, I don't think, I know it's because I never really allowed myself to feel those emotions. Mm-hmm. You know what? It's part of who we are in its entirety. Like you're born crying, you know, someone one time hundreds of years ago, I don't know, said, no, laughing's okay, but crying's weak. What? Who made that up? Like, you know, what if crying was a sign of strength? Mm-hmm. Then we could all cry freely without fear of judgment, right? Yeah. Bloody hell, don't hold back because that, and I see it, that is what um, makes people ill. And that is why people struggle with relationships, with work colleagues and friendships and, you know, really opening up and, and being yourself. And when I actually, if, I would say honestly, 95% of the clients that I've worked with on a one-to-one basis cry in the firm. Now, these are people that will say to me, oh my God, I've not cried and I can't remember the last time I cried. You've got me crying within five minutes, boom. Because we hold space for them to say, you know, you are safe and you're supported right now. You will never be judged. Yeah. That is enough for someone just to go, oh my God, it triggers something. And they're like, but that's the first step to really transforming and stepping into your real power, your real power, not the fake power, not the one, not the person that you have to be with all the different faces for everyone else. That's you. That's your true. And that's when you start transforming. Yeah. And it's amazing. Like it's just so much freedom in that and freedom to feel freedom to be, you know, it's just so important. And I think now more than ever, when we're actually being forced to slow down, um, a lot of us are at home, we've got time to think, we've got time to perhaps, you know, it's mm-hmm. not as easy to numb or, or distract yourself. Um, it, it's, it really does bring a lot up and being able to like talk about it, write about it and reflect, you know, it's so important right now. Definitely. I mean, everyone's nervous system is heightened and triggered right now beyond an inch of its life you know everyone's feeling it me included you know I work on this stuff every day I'm still triggered and I share that openly because I don't want people to look at me and think oh god you you know you're so you know you've got it together you know it's a working but it's maintenance you know you don't wash your hair once and never expect to wash your hair again it's the same with the inner like it's maintenance you need I need to work on this stuff most days you know and if I don't I notice I notice a dip so um you know it's like a muscle right you've got a you've got to nurture it you've got to care for it you've got to work it until it so it expands and opens up right um for me I need to ground myself each morning mm-hmm. I have a powerful morning routine I'm a huge fan of having a powerful morning routine I would say to anyone that doesn't have actually now you know, you're never going to feel like it. Like my alarm went off at, you know, 20 past five this morning. Didn't go to bed till 11 last night. Did I feel like getting up? Did I bleep? I wanted to throw the freaking alarm out the window. But I knew that once I got my ass up, 
um, and I moved my body and I rehydrated and I had that time for me before anyone else got up, I was going to have a good day. When I don't do that, I notice a difference. You know, it's about little things, mm -hmm. even when you don't feel like it, because you're never going to feel like it. I still don't. I've been doing this every day for, for two years, that 20 fast five freaking alarm. Still never jump out of bed. So how many hours do you sleep then? About six or no? No, you know, so that was last night. But normally I'm in bed for about 10, half 10. Do you know what uh -huh. I mean? So about seven hours. Uh -huh. I'm okay with that, you know. Yeah. I've, I've, I think since having the kids, I've never really had more than that. Like when people say to me, oh, I slept till 10, I'm like, what is that like? Like I would probably love to do that once or twice, but I think I've tried. And I don't know, like when I, when I get up, I think my, just my body clock. Okay, I've done it that often and you know the odd time I'll half seven's like a friggin' lion for me Jojo half seven everyone's still in bed and I'm still like had a lion it's half seven <laughs> it's funny though but it's great and it's knowing like do you have your own well-being kind of toolkit so like for me having gone high but not realized like I didn't know there was a toolkit for that I just because I'm high I'm a high person so I didn't know that it could go to like too much have you ever yeah. felt like you've either been close to to going too high or too low um yeah I probably have nothing's jumping out but what I do notice in my body I, I really tune into my body Jojo so sometimes my heart will start racing a little bit faster and mm -hmm. um, like I'll feel like I'm sort of having not an outer body experience but my energy is disconnected from my body mm -hmm. and I feel like oh I'm not feeling like I'm here right like I'm not feeling like I'm me uh, I'm much more emotional and that's when I know that I need to slow down and really be gentle of like you know when I talk about getting up you know I'll maybe get up because I'm awake but then I'll maybe just sit with a cuppa and do nothing for a couple of hours I'll put on Netflix I'll watch a couple episodes of something that I don't really need to think about you know I'm not sitting reading all the time you know these are great things we can have all these tools like you know exercise and meditation and all of these things yeah but sometimes when you're just feeling Ugh, you need yeah. to just slow down and watch a bit of cod or whatever you know just don't think just be gentle and give yourself permission just to yeah. say do you know what today is a funny old day right so but know the difference between i'm just being lazy and i can't be arsed versus i'm not feeling too good you know and it's knowing the difference yeah recognizing what's just me oh i've just been a bit of a lazy bitch the day versus no I'm tuning into my body and the way to really for me to tune in and I think most people can do this is conscious breathing and doing a bit of grounding so you know even sitting putting your hand on your heart and just some deep breaths so conscious breathing breathing in through your nose for a count of four and then breathing out for a count of six and maybe doing five rounds of that and if you still feel that your heart's maybe beating a bit too fast or you're just still feeling a little bit emotional, just put on some gentle music or, some, or watch some telly, grab a cuppa and have no expectation on yourself that day. And 
embrace whatever comes up. Like I talk about the shadow, embracing, okay, what is this? You know, tune into, oh, actually, I feel a little bit anxious today. That's okay. I'm going to just send that part of me a little bit of love. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, and just, you know, we talked about labels. Mm-hmm. Not go oh God, I'm 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 an anxious person because I feel a bit of anxiety. Don't give yourself mm-hmm. that label. Yeah. But you know, I'm just feeling a little bit funny right now. You know, um, you know, I feel really scared to do that. I must be a, a fearful person. Don't don't do that. You know, just tune in. It. Okay, what is this? Oh, it's just a feeling. Right. Okay, that's okay. I'm just gonna send it a little bit of love and mm-hmm. you know, putting your hands on your heart. People can't see us right now, but I've got the hands on the heart. Right. Just going to send my breath consciously into this space and just imagine a bit of light going around that space. So if it's in your tummy, imagine a, a bit of healing light and kindness and love going into that space. And okay, that's fine. I'm just going to sit with that. And what happens is it dissolves so mm-hmm. much quicker because what we resist, remember, mm-hmm. persists. So if we resist that and be like, oh, right, okay, I, I just need to block that out and I need to do something else. Yeah. Mm, it kind of comes back. So if you sit with it and embrace it and send it love within a short period of time, Mm -hmm. it just passes. And that's, again, it's you embracing all sides of yourself and your shadow and your shadow love. And then it just, it just becomes easier than easier. The more that you do this kind of stuff. Yeah. It's so important. It's just these little things. And as you say, it builds, but it's, it's, it's compassion, isn't it? It's having compassion for yourself having you know space to think about right what are the key triggers what's really you know what's really going off for me and that can change because people change and um experiences change us and shape us and you know every day there can be triggers stress oh god totally i mean i said i do things i've said someone three weeks ago i wouldn't say again because i've changed and that's okay it's like we're not a label like we get to change your mind like Mm -hmm. three weeks ago I was like you know all this and again I'll I'll be honest I was a bit like maybe maybe about four weeks ago I was like oh my god you know this all this COVID stuff you know I've heard it's just like the flu now I know I know it's not right but that's what I thought at the time so what that's what that's what I thought because that's what I believed at the time now I don't believe that now I know it's more serious and but again, in, in saying that, I still stand by what I said a few weeks ago in that I don't tune into the news. Mm-hmm. Because I am informed, mm-hmm. but I do not allow that to be the center of my world right now because I know what's happening. Um, but if I tune into that and have that on repeat, mm-hmm. or I tune into people on social media who are sharing all the dark stories because there's mm-hmm. still a lot of good right there's still a lot of good coming out of this you know yeah. there's people that are surviving there's people that are you know and our nhs have all the positive stuff mm-hmm. rather than all of the sad and the negative and the dark stuff you know you have to be so careful what you're tuning into so i still stand by that i would rather go to a place of energy like as i said my mum started chemo again mm-hmm. last week so Two weeks ago, my mum took a bad turn. Um, and my mum's 67 in July this year. She's battled cancer on and off since she was 50. This is her fifth chemo. Um, she's had radiotherapy, numerous times, operations. And she was doing really well. So she, she but then she went and got a scan. So she took a bad turn, got a brain scan. Cancer's back in her brain. And they're spreading her lungs again. Now, 
I could have been like, oh, you know, and and obviously she is extremely vulnerable in the vulnerable Mm -hmm. category with COVID, but I'm not going to dial into that Mm -hmm. because that is never, ever going to make me feel good, ever. Yeah. So it's making those conscious choices to say, yeah, I'm going to send healing and love and light to everyone, you know, right now and do what I can do for people in the highest and best way. Also, I'm going to dial into dancing. I'm going to stick some songs on because what's the alternative? I sit in misery and think, oh my God, you know, she, she could catch us and she, she will die if she catches us. You know, she might, but she's not going to catch it because I believe she will not catch that, you know? Mm-hmm. And again, it's that intention and consciously being aware of your language and the words that you're using what you're tuning into from social media, from the news, from your phone. And I mm-hmm. loved your point about getting rid of the phone at night. I'm a massive fan of it. Uh, and I think that is so, so important to dial into people that are going to raise your vibration mm-hmm. and, and mute the people. And with love, send them love, but mm-hmm. mute them because they're never going to add any value to your mental well-being during this time. Yeah, and it's it's hard, you know, Kay Adams asked me um, yesterday, she was saying, you know, we were talking about some jokey stuff and some lighthearted stuff, and she was like, you know, it, it's really hard to know how, how much of this to put out there. And I was saying, well, you know, I was saying, for example, Kay, in your job, you have to hear the news all the time because that's part of, you know, your presenting role uh, all morning. So you're hearing the news feeds and actually... It, it is damaging to feel that we do need a bit of trash in our lives. We need mm-hmm. a bit of trash, like something on Netflix where you don't think, I mean, before I, I sort of took ill, I, I got rid of all the trash in my life. So there wasn't any like trashy TV, like funny, lighthearted stuff. And, um, you know, I was, I was sitting writing at night or just getting so into it or so addicted on all the other stuff and the research and the, whoa, this is what causes this and that and um you know whilst I was learning I was like oh actually I'm I'm missing mm-hmm. watching a bit of trash you know mm-hmm. or yeah or positivity you know people as you see that build you up and and raise your vibe and you're like whoa 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 um mm-hmm. there's so much power in that isn't there so much power totally where's the right and again on the journey that you and I go on we get so into like this audio book, that audio book and, you know, raising vibe. And these are all important flooding our minds mm-hmm. with amazing stuff, but we're allowed to have fun. Right. Yeah. You know, I like Love Island. And again, it's that thing where I started doing this and I, I used to comparison shop. I used to look at other coaches and think, Oh, you know, they're so polished and they've got the ring light and they look amazing. And you know, they do all this stuff. And I'm not like that. I still like Love Island. So what? I do still like Love Island. I want to watch that stuff, but it, I'm still good at what I do. Mm-hmm. Like, again, it's about speak your truth. You know, I want to watch a bit of trash sometimes. I go through phases. Sometimes I'm not in the mood for it. And I'll just go through and be like, you know, from for four months last year, I didn't drink any alcohol, mm-hmm. right? And again, it was like, oh my God, well, you're not drinking anymore. I'm like, no, I just don't feel like it right now. But I'm not labeling myself. Mm-hmm. Come Christmas, that was me back on. The, you know, I like my wine and a little, you know, gin here and a wee cocktail there. And, you know, and I, 
And I, I don't need to be one thing. I get to be all things for however I feel that day. You know, if I want to just do trashy TV and TikToks, which is my bag right now, I'm going to do it. And again, you know, it gives others permission to do it too. And I think what I think what people resonate with you, Jojo, and what the feedback I get from people on my social media when I get messages is you are real like you're mm -hmm. real mm -hmm. and it makes me feel better about my life rather than someone who's polished and actually I've worked with people like that and actually inside they don't feel too good because it's hard work having to be that polished all the time yeah I I, I mean it's it's real or nothing for me and mm -hmm. it was it was hard because like when nurses and stuff were saying no 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 just take your break or or someone actually said to me why would you use what you've gone through to to help others like it's private and I'm like what like why would you not like we go through darkness to help others if we can't share it then what was the point in it happening you know totally I, I know that's a per I, I know that is just it's easy for me to say that because I feel that way but I think once you say that and put it out there then people think oh yeah because it is a lot of the ego that stops us from sharing how we're feeling it's ego mm -hmm. about ourselves that we're not good enough or ego that people are going to be judged if people judge do you know what mm -hmm. they're going to judge we're all going to judge yeah and I always think in it again it's what I've learned over over doing the work that I've been doing when we judge as human beings it is a mirror back to the parts of us that we need to work on in ourselves you know it's mirror it's always mirroring something back there's a great book by Louise Hay called mirror work mm -hmm. and I I believe for sure that um, when we are judging someone it's because of something in ourselves that we see in ourselves or that we want to be more like that person you know but we judge them so they're, they're, they have a quality that we would like to have and we don't often see it at the time when we're judging we're like, I don't want to be like that person what are you talking about but actually they have a strength or they have something mm -hmm. that we would love to have whether that's they're ballsy they're, they just speak their truth whatever it is yeah Mm -hmm. And I think that there, it's everything's a mirror. Everything's a mirror back to things that we can work on in ourselves. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, for sure, we can pick up bad stuff too. Though, like I was speaking to my brother about mirroring. Sometimes we can think our issues, like we take on issues from other people, and then we perhaps mm -hmm. think that there are issues, but people that are close to us, mm -hmm. it's probably their stuff. Mm -hmm. And that's something 100. to watch for. Do you see 100. that in the work you do? Oh, yes, definitely. And again, only because I went through this whole process myself, so then I can coach people on it. So we do take on, and we have to be so careful, like, what's their stuff? You know, we get into that situation and we take it on. Mm -hmm. And actually, I'll say to clients, okay, but what's his stuff? Mm -hmm. Or what's her stuff and what's your stuff? you know and actually we need to be really careful that actually and it's so I'll give you a funny story so about a year ago I was sitting at my table out in my dining room and Daryl's brother was there and it was myself Daryl and Daryl's brother and he was talking about and he was having a a, a go uh, one of those ones 
about something, right? That I'd said and did, and and then he's like, do, and he, he tried to get his brother involved. He said, do you not think Jill should be, you know, not doing that or not doing this? And I was like, I said to him, that's your stuff. That's your problem. That's not my issue. And he couldn't believe it. And he was like, what do you mean? It's not your issue. Like it's the way I feel. I'm like, aha, that's the way you feel. That's your stuff. Don't put your stuff on me. That that's not my stuff. Like I need to really cut that energy right cord because mm-hmm. that's your stuff. That's your yeah. stuff. I'll help you, but don't put your stuff. That's your stuff, not mine. <laughs> you tell you tell boundaries, boundaries, sister. We've got to have boundaries, right? <laughs> so people put the stuff on us without realizing. Yeah, totally, mm-hmm. totally. Yeah, and especially when you. And again, you'll see it with people that will say, oh, don't, I don't think you should do that. You know what you're saying about even people not, I don't think you should do that. Well, that's your stuff. That's your stuff. That's not mine. You know, um, and, and again, some people want to keep you safe, right? But some people want to keep you small because it makes them feel uncomfortable if you're doing something else. Mm-hmm. So then you're like, I don't think you should do that because blah, blah, blah. And then what can happen is we go, oh, yeah, you're right, actually. Do you know, you have got a real point there, and I know that you're just looking out for you. So, so actually, your opinion matters more. But we don't we don't realize that. But we're actually what we're doing is we're giving our power away, and we're saying, "Well, actually, yeah, yeah, you're right. Actually, your opinion matters more to me than my opinion of me." So, what we're doing internally, without even saying the words, is we are when our intuition and our, our guide is trying to say, "Do this, do that." We're going, "Nah." Nah, we're, we're just like blocking that off so it's really important to you know journaling is a great exercise for this jojo so you know journaling around that you know what is that what is that that's coming up is that their fears mm-hmm. because actually my initial i didn't have a fear around that uh-huh. no i have so actually i've taken on their stuff and you no, give your energy over when you take it on so they get okay. a bit of your energy because you you surrender you're like all you right do surrender but then if you surrender and you're not happy, then you mm-hmm. need to readdress that. Yeah, we're giving our power away. Yeah, yeah, we need to be really careful of that. And, you know, we can give them love and say, yeah, okay, thank you for looking out for me. Thank you for that opinion. And that's all. We don't even need to say, but fuck you. I'm going to do whatever. <laughs> anyway. yeah. that. We're just like, thank you for that. That's okay. But make sure that energetically a good exercise is just to, you know, put that kind of cloak on, that that energy blanket, you know, that bright light, your aura, make sure that your aura, and again, Jeffrey Allen talked about this, this aura around us, the permission rose, right? You know, give someone permission to have an opinion, but have your, you know, your energy uh, around you and that, that they can have that, but it's not breaking through your energy and through your aura. Um, they're allowed to think what they think, but actually what you think about you is much more important and how you feel in yourself yeah Mm -hmm. so it's like how do you do you feel that then do you feel like do you like to see you're having a session with someone or 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 family members giving you a lot of advice and you want to stand tall to what you feel how do you like do you sort of just picture a bubble around you or how do you do that yeah, sometimes, and again, I'm not, I'm, I'm not perfect. Again, I've got old programs, Jojo, so at times I can be triggered and be defensive. So I have to work on this. So it's that kind of 
breathing in. I take a breath and then I'm like, and, and I'll say to myself, okay, that's not your stuff. I just say it inwardly, that's not your stuff. And I'm like, okay, oh, thanks. That Okay, thanks, but I, I'm okay, I'm okay. And I actually just, I'm breathing in. I imagine breathing in light, energy, mm-hmm. and protection around myself. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the thing is, people know me now. Like, my family are like, oh, well, whatever. <laughs> they just know that I'll do my own thing. But again, it's, I think it, it's setting those boundaries and saying, you know, I understand. Yeah, you know. But, and sometimes I'm just, and you're the same. I'll just say, like, that's your stuff. You know, unless, like, why? And again, it's good to question them. Why do you think that? And what they'll often say is, oh, well, I had an experience. All right, okay, so it's about you. So it's not about me, it's about you, right? And again, it's getting curious and you don't need to fight with them. You don't need to argue, but that you can smile inwardly and you just recognize, oh God, do you know what? This is actually about them. I'm going to just send them love, right? Send them love, but recognizing that their point is all about them. It's all about... I don't want you to get hurt. I don't want this for you. I don't want that for you. And again, it's having that conversation. Well, why, why would that happen? And when I've went deeper with people, they've said, well, actually, I don't know. I just, just a feeling, I don't know. You know, actually, if you give someone space to have an opinion rather than cut them off and just go, no, you know, we'll piss off. It's nothing to do with you. I'll do my own thing. Get curious, right? So tell me about why you feel like that. Why do you feel that won't work? Why do you feel this? And I, I mean, and I mean, genuinely listen, you know, mm-hmm. take your deep breath and gently slow your body down and open up and listen mm-hmm. and really feel. And you'll know by the language that they're using if it's their stuff or yours. And again, it's even maybe just saying, I know that that maybe happened to you, but for me, I feel really strongly connected to this. And, you know, I would really love your support in this. Mm-hmm. You know, and that way you've listened to them and you've recognized that, you know what, I, that, that's your stuff. And I think even saying that sometimes, and if you've said it with love, is, is okay. You've, it's important to have your boundaries mm-hmm. because they are not you and you are not them. You are on mm-hmm. your journey. Yeah, it's that balance between, because uh, every, every day you'll hear opinions, every single day. And it's that balance. It's like, oh, it's like you're going through and they're coming at you and, and you're like on your own little roller coaster train. You're like, oh, like coming, coming at you. What do you allow to bounce off you? And, and I think that's, it's really, really important because for me, I put on my vision board at the start of this year, like break all the rules and really deep conversation and all this sort of stuff. And then I felt like when I was in hospital, it was like, well, I can't break any rules. Like there's like, do you know what I mean? There's, there's so many rules and I can't break any of them because I'm caged in. And that was a really intense feeling, you know, because you're going, this isn't how I would do things. But then it's a balance between, well, I'm getting all these labels thrown at me from the medical team about, and I just keep saying to them, well, can we not talk about medicine? Can we talk about the, what caused this? And do you know what I mean? And they were like, no, you're here to sit, to take medicine, to not do this, to not do that. You know, there was even rules in the bath once they told me not to sing in the bath. Wow. I was getting up a bit earlier and I was like, you're telling me not to sing now? Like, tell me I can't cry. 
Um, you tell me I can't seem excited when I'm back in the ward after being with family and friends. So you're going to stop me going out to see family and friends for a week because I'm too stimulated. Do you know what I mean? It was like, mm. whoa, holy yeah. crap. Mm -hmm. like yeah. Mind-blowing. Mind it's like, yeah. I think for me, it's like, you know, opinions like there'll be some people like maybe it's not in a hospital, but it's in the workplace or it's in their family home. And we all need this sense of freedom in our life. Like, what would you say is the ultimate value for people that you're that you meet? Do you think it is freedom, or do you think it's love? <clears throat> I think I, I do believe love is always the answer. Coming back to your heart and leading with love, it's not always easy. It really isn't, especially when we're triggered, and we are triggered a lot um, as human beings. Um, the biggest thing that I see is content, like actually contentment, people wanting to feel content in their own skin, to know that actually I am enough. Mm -hmm. I'm, I can be me and be loved for being me because we've put on so many faces and so many different personalities for different people throughout our whole life. Like I was corporate Jill, then I was mum Jill, then I was girlfriend Jill, then I was the friend, you know, and there was always elements of me in all of it, mm -hmm. but it's all these different characters that you need to play, mm -hmm. whereas how freeing, right, so it leads into freedom, how freeing just to be unapologetically you all the time, and I think when, when I say to people, when you work on yourself from the inside out and nurture your wholeness, and love yourself, you actually stop giving a shit what people think. Like two, couple of years ago when I started this, the first session I had with my coach, I burst into tears because someone had put someone on social media and I was so vulnerable at the time. And I remember thinking, she means that about me, you know? And when I look at it now, I think, holy shit. And I remember her saying to me, why do you care? And I, I, I couldn't believe she even fucking asked me that. I was like, what do you mean? Why do I care? It's about me. Of course I care. And I was like, I, it's about me. And I don't want people thinking this about me. I'm a good person. I'm trying my best. I don't want people to me. And it was all about needing validation of other people to make me feel whole and to make me feel like tick. I can go on with my day now. Nailed it. They've said I've done a good job. Tick. And actually, that was the biggest thing I needed to work on, was loving me, embracing me. And I'm working on it still, right? So it's a work in progress. But actually stop caring what people think. And actually, only when you truly embrace your whole self, warts and all, send yourself whole self love, right? that you really do stop caring what people think. And you can be unapologetically you. You actually stop getting worried because you think, well, if they're offended, it goes back to that's their stuff. Mm -hmm. Because I am a good person and actually I am never knowing in someone. I'm never knowingly triggering someone. So if they're triggered, actually it's their stuff, not mm -hmm. mine. Yeah. Let it be, let it be. Let it be. Let but it be. Such a Love good it. mantra. It's such a good mantra. It's like, oh, feel it. 
use it <laughs> uh such good stuff so so what what tips then would you give to people right now that are perhaps in a negativity spiral or anxiety or self-loathing or um yeah anything okay so number one don't keep watching the news be informed but switch it off after that mute people on your social media that are triggering you even if that's the ones that are always posting all the like that they look like amazing and all this stuff and they make you feel like shit about yourself you need to just mute them for the time being right and you need to find people who are going to inspire you during this time and lift your energy and raise your vibrations you're in control of that so it's accepting responsibility for you are wholly responsible for the next three months for what's going on in here um so yeah mute those people be informed but don't have the news on all the time um and kind of build your mood muscle so like move your body like dance you again i said like have i would honestly say have a morning routine you know we're not there's no routine really going on right now for a lot of people and i would definitely recommend still having some sort of routine even with the kids you know I'm not strict. I mean, I tried the homeschooling thing for the first two weeks and then I ended up feeling like shit. And I thought, I would rather take a cheese grater to my nipples than do this. It was so shit. And I was like, do you know what? And then I started doing the compact. I was looking at everyone's stories and they were all nailing the homeschooling. I'm like, oh my God, I'm a shit mum. And then I thought, no, Jill, stop. So um, be kind to yourself, but also like have some sort of routine for you. Always serve yourself first before you do the kids before you do the partner or anyone else you know get some sort of routine for you for singing in and then you're just more equipped I feel and grounded to deal with everything else because at least if the shit's hitting the fan with the kids right and it's all going to pot you're like do you know what this is going to pot but at least I've had time for me this morning whereas mm. there's nothing worse than you're having a shit day and everything's going seems to be going to shit and then you go I'm so pissed off you start feeling resentful because you're like I never get time for me I've done nothing for me people are taking me for granted so to stop that have your morning even if it's 30 minutes or an hour you hime right ditch the excuses, make time in the morning to do stuff for you, whether that's reading, journaling, exercising, meditation, all four. Mm -hmm. I do all of it most of the time. Yeah, I would say they're the kind of main things. And one more thing I think would be good for people right now. So we could be here for another eight weeks or so. How about picking something like that you could learn that's new? Do you know what I mean? So YouTube's amazing. Like you can get anything on YouTube. Like you could learn a new language. Mm -hmm. You could learn a new skill. You know, think, go into your heart space and think, actually, do you know what? What would I love to do? You might want to learn to dance, but you can do everything online now. So you could have eight to 10 weeks of learning a new skill just for you, not yeah. for the kids, not for your husband, not for anyone else, just for you. Even if it seems silly, like, learn it do something for you yeah love You've it got time we have time and time is the most precious commodity <laughs> yes oh you're awesome well thank you for giving us your time oh you're welcome i love it i love chatting to you i could talk to you all day <laughs> what are you going to do for the rest of the afternoon 
well, I've actually got a client at half past three and then I've got another one at five and then that's me for the night. Oh, lovely. Yes. Well, what are you going to do tonight to really give yourself love? Well, do you know what? I'm probably just going to have some time with Daryl um, cuddling in because, again, I just feel like we've kind of neglected each other lately. Mm-hmm. Even just cuddles. Like, yeah. seriously, like, and it's been coming up for me and you try and ignore it. You're like, oh, it's fine, it's fine. But actually, affection is important. We love, we want to feel that love and that connection. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's not all just about, you know, sex and all that, right? And actually, for me, the way I am, for me to feel sexy and to feel like I want to do all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. It, it's affection first. It's the, it's the hugs. It's the the communication between each other and I feel like actually you know we we haven't done a lot of that communication and just cuddling up like he sat for for so long right recently he sat on one couch and I've sat on another I'm not arguing it's just but then it gets into a bad habit right so we had this big chat two days ago about actually we need to really up our game mm-hmm. so we're gonna we're just being more consciously connected and communicating so we're going to do that tonight and just hugging, watching the telly. Shall hug it out. Yeah. Hug it right hug out. out. Sister, hug yeah. it out. Oh, well, sending you all the good vibes. And um, it's been amazing. So keep inspiring. Yeah, you too. What are you doing tonight? Um, I've been doing a bit of a forest walk with the kids, which is amazing. Um, nice. A bit of tree, tree bathing, they call it, soaking into the trees and just feeling it. But I've been spending most of the time in the hot tub, to be honest. Just good. looking up at the stars, thinking about the bigger picture and just being kind, you know, being, being kind. Try not to eat too kind. much. <laughs> oh, I don't. I know. I know it's hard. But be kind to yourself first. I know. And again, don't let like the fact that you think, oh, I need to, we need to constantly be growing and expanding. Yeah. Sometimes that can put pressure on us. Yeah, totally. Like, sometimes we just need to slow down. Uh-huh. Like uh, we can give ourselves a hard time thinking, oh, I've not, oh, I've not done enough of this. I've not done enough of that. Sometimes we just need to do nothing. Yeah. And that's enough. That's all we need. A little bit of trash, a little bit of trash on Netflix, a little bit of totally. a boot, you know, just chill it, the, chill it right definitely. down. Definitely. Mummy dog's right trying down. to get in here, Jojo, look. Oh. He needs a muck cut, desperately. Oh. It's all matted. <laughs> well, listen, thank you so much. And, oh, um, you're so, thank you. Stay, oh, stay amazing. So stay awesome. You too. I forgot to ask Jill what song we should sing out to. Um... Last time she was on, we sang out to This Is Me, A Million Dreams, such a good song. I think, you know, just slowing down, laying next to the one you love. She was talking about that's what she was going to do. She got off the, f- the off the phone, off Zoom. Um, so let's get a bit of my favourite, my favourite, Sam Smith. Listen to him so much at the moment. I'm missing you tonight This emptiness, this hole that I'm inside These tears, they tell their own story Told me not to cry when you were gone Oh Sam, I just love you But the feeling's overwhelming 
is much too strong. Can I lay by your side next to you? Sam Smith, his voice is glorious. Guys, thank you for tuning in. Hope you were singing along there. I'll see you same time next week. Guys, have the best day. All my love. Kirsty, I love it. So, hands up in the air. I know I can count on you. Sometimes I feel like saying, Lord, I just don't care. You got the love I need to see me through. We all need a bit of love right now, don't we? And things go wrong no matter what I do. Now it feels life is just too much. You got the love I need to see me through. Guys, sending you so much love. Be kind to yourself this week. Be kind to yourself forever. <laughs> Judge less, love more. Mwah.